The FT. China's island building activities in the South China Sea have attracted concern from the countries that share maritime borders around the sea, and from the U.S., which remains the dominant power in the region. In fact, the squall of geostrategic friction around half a dozen rock and coral reefs forms a key focal point in the growing rivalry between the U.S. and Asia's emerging superpower. But it isn't at all easy to understand exactly what is going on in the South China Sea, either in terms of China's island-building activities or in terms of Beijing's diplomatic stance. I'm James King, emerging markets editor at the Financial Times, and helping us to cut through the layers of strategic ambiguity is Charles Clover, correspondent in the FT's Beijing bureau. Welcome, Charles. Could we start with a status update, please? What have been the latest developments in this crucial arena in U.S.-China relations? What seems to have happened is an end to the first phase of China's island-building efforts that involved dredging islands out of remote ocean rocks and sand and coral reefs in the middle of the South China Sea and turning these into habitable islands with、uh, facilities on them. That effort, sending high-tech dredgers and barges out to these locations and dredging islands in the middle of nowhere, seems to have come to an end. And what's going on now is they're capitalizing on this effort, and they're starting to build facilities. Now, nobody really knows what type of facilities these will be. What the Chinese have said is that they have stopped. The actual dredging, you know, creating the islands, and now what they've moved towards doing is building facilities, harbors, airstrips, and things like that. Though they claim these are going to be peaceful and that they will not be for military use, though、uh, I don't think anybody actually believes that. And the U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry has called recently for a halt to quote problematic actions in the South China Sea being taken by China. What's China's diplomatic stance on this? Is it taking any notice? Well, Wang Yi, the Chinese Foreign Minister, said at a recent Foreign Ministers' Summit in Kuala Lumpur that that China has stopped building. Now that seemed to have been a slightly off-the-cuff, hurried remark in response to a, a reporter's question. The analyst community in China hurried to kind of clarify that and said that he didn't mean that they stopped doing everything; they just stopped the dredging efforts, and that they're still continuing to build. What the U.S. and what China's neighbors would like to see is a, is a halt to all activity by China in the South China Sea, including you know, the building of facilities on these islands. But that's something that、uh, China is clearly. Not inclined to agree to. They want to capitalize on these very strategic locations that they've chosen, in an effort to beef them up and buttress them into what are probably going to be military facilities. Though they deny that. And is the U.S. ready to take any stronger action here? I mean, at the moment, it does seem to be diplomatic pressure that they're putting on China. But is there any chance that this could escalate? I think a lot of people are afraid of. You know there are incidents all the time in the South China Sea between a Chinese and a Vietnamese, you know, fishing boat or coast guard vessels、uh, ramming each other. China is is constantly taking provocative action. So are a lot of its neighbors, and these can easily escalate into some sort of military confrontation, which nobody could back down from. And I think the U.S. is actually quite worried about the possibility that、uh, they could find itself. 
in the midst of some rapidly escalating situation that nobody can find a way out of and that it would wind up in some sort of military confrontation with China, which nobody obviously wants. So there are a lot of efforts to try and calm everybody down. I mean, the, the most recent foreign minister's summit included a discussion of uh, an attempt to set up a hotline between the South China Sea claimant states, having better communication with each other on a very high level to quickly diffuse any escalating situations involving you know, fishing boats or Coast Guard vessels and things. The U.S. would like to see, obviously, China not build anything more, not escalate the situation. They have a lot of trouble, though, with other countries in the South China Sea, like Vietnam and the Philippines, which also claim islands and territory in the South China Sea. So it's trying to find a solution that everybody can agree to, which would then simultaneously put a lot of pressure on China to abide by. If every other claimant state would simultaneously agree to freeze everything, China would be put in a very difficult situation. At the moment, it can claim, well, you know, all our neighbors are doing it, and we're even we're claiming even less than they are, uh, which isn't strictly true, but um, that's what they say. Is there any sense, Charles, that the other claimants, you mentioned Vietnam, but other countries in the region as well, are actually engaging in island-building activities? I mean, has there been any evidence of that, or is this just something that the Chinese say? Well, all the other states in the region do claim islands. They haven't been building islands. Uh, well, I mean, the Philippines have... It depends what you mean by island. Um, <laughs> and a lot of these definitions of islands are fairly controversial, but the Philippines have parked a ship on a coral reef and called it an island. The Vietnamese have definitely appeared to have dredged or beefed up islands. But um, I think it's fairly clear that everybody in the South China Sea has done a little bit of this. But um, China certainly takes the cake in the sense that in the last 18 to 20 months, it has dredged over 2,000 acres of new land in the South China Sea. That's six times the land that all other claimant states have reclaimed in the South China Sea combined. That is six times the amount of land that others have dredged. So, I mean, China is, is doing far more in terms of the dredging and the scope and also the speed than any other climate state in the region. Wow, that's quite a significant reclaimed land area. Thank you very much indeed, Charles. That was Charles Clover joining us from the Beijing Bureau talking about China's activities in the South China Sea. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.